Sarah! Turn her over, turn her. Okay, keep her head up, keep okay. her head up. Oh. Oh, it's all right, Tom, just keep that. That's it. Good boy. Come on, up on the grass here. Watching Thomas and her father lifting her mother's limp form from the water and carrying it up the embankment, Megan felt as helpless as she'd felt in the spiderweb dream. She wanted desperately to help her family. There was only one way she could do that. She raced up to the house. Juliet was in the den with Justin. They were seated very close together on the velvet settee. Hillary was nowhere in sight. Juliet, quick! Dial 911. It's Mom in the lake. She's hurt. Hurry. I'll tell you what to say. Juliet flew off the settee and rushed to the telephone. A moment later, Thomas ran into the room. Megan! Justin! Mom's hurt! Hurt? How? She was floating in the water. She wasn't breathing. Dad's doing CPR on her right now, but she's she hasn't moved. Emergency services will be here right away. I told them to come straight down to the dock. Right. Let's go. Okay. Together, they ran out of the house and down the slope toward the lake and the two figures beside it. As they raced through the darkness, Justin turned to Juliet. Megan, do you have a crystal ball you haven't told me about? What? You'd already gone to the phone before Thomas came in. How did you know something was wrong? Oh, I saw them through the den window. I just knew. When they reached the dock, Megan's mother was half-sitting, half-lying against her husband's chest. Although she was choking and gasping for breath, they were all relieved to see that she was conscious. Mom! You okay, Mom? What happened? Uh, I was sitting on the dock, enjoying the lights out on the water, and something hard hit me from behind. That's all I remember. Like they say in the movies, everything went black. There's blood in your hair, Connie. We'd better get you to the hospital and let them have a look. Hey, over here! When Mrs. Logan was in the ambulance, Megan's father climbed in. Megan rode with them to the medical center. Justin followed in his car with Juliet and Thomas. After Constance Logan had been examined and comfortably installed in a hospital bed, a thick white bandage on the back of her head, Justin drove the other Logans back to their lakeside house. When Juliet had told Justin goodnight and gone upstairs, Megan followed. Juliet was searching through Megan's denim shoulder bag for the hairbrush, scattering papers and old tissues every which way on the bed. When she found the brush, Juliet began to brush the dark curls absent-mindedly. Juliet, I'm scared. Seeing my mother lying there in the water made me realize how helpless I am like this. I couldn't pull her out, and I couldn't scream. It was really terrible. I don't ever want to feel like that again. We have to switch back now. What? Oh, no, Megan. You can't mean that. I haven't even had a whole day yet. I know, and I'm sorry, but I didn't expect anything like this to happen. Not being able to help my mother, Juliet, it was... Horrible! Oh, oh, Megan, please, please, don't do this. Your mother's going to be fine. The doctor said so. This means so much to me. It's the only chance I'll ever have. I'll help take care of your mother for you, I promise. Juliet, it's such a bad time. Oh, Megan, I told you, there isn't another time for me. Any other time will be too late for me. Too late. Too late. back tonight. Now stop crying, okay? You mean it, Megan? Uh, I guess so. We'll give it a little more time. 
But if anything else bad happens, Juliet, to my family or my friends, we're trading back. Of course, Megan. But no more bad things are going to happen. I can feel it. Everything's going to be fine. Happy again, Juliet slipped into Megan's white pajamas and climbed into bed. And remember, Megan, if we hadn't switched, you wouldn't have been down on the dock to find your mother and rush up to the house to call for help. So it's not all bad, is it? Being me, I mean. Mm. Oh, by the way, Megan, when Hillary left, I asked Justin to your party, and he said yes. So now you can quit worrying. Everything's going to be great. Your mom will be fine, and Justin is coming to your party. So relax, okay? Juliet, what happened to Hillary tonight? Why did she go home so early? Oh, I guess she felt like a third wheel. Good night, Megan. See you tomorrow. A minute later, Juliet was sound asleep. Just then, something on the carpet beside the bed caught Megan's attention. She knew what it was immediately. Another drawing. The picture was on lime green paper. There were two crude crayon drawings. One was of a man in a prison uniform, a convict. The second drawing was of a leg, awkwardly bent to emphasize the knee. Con, knee. Connie, mom. Megan remembered Juliet pulling things out of her shoulder bag. The drawing must have been in there. But how had it got there? The mall. Someone must have slipped it into her purse when she was there. If only she had noticed the drawing sooner, then she could have done something to protect her mother. At least her mother was alive and was going to be okay. She'd be home tomorrow safe and sound. But it might not be over. What if there was another attack? This time on Juliet. If something happened to prevent their trade on Saturday night, what would become of Megan? Megan had to know, and she had to know now. Juliet, wake up, Juliet. I have to talk to you. What? What is it, Megan? There's one thing you haven't told me. What if something happens to my body while you're in it? I need to know that, Juliet. If something happened to your body, you'd... you'd be trapped in my world. <gasps> you weren't even gonna tell me, were you? I didn't want to frighten you, Megan. Because nothing bad could happen to me. I can steer clear of evil better than you can. Your body is safer with me than it would be with you. What Juliet was saying was too terrifying to comprehend. Megan went out on the terrace roof to try to calm herself. Everything was perfectly still. Not a leaf stirred. The lake was quiet, lying between the two shores like a giant ink stain. One by one, the lights in the houses bordering the lake went out. Until with no moon visible, the darkness was complete. Megan had never felt so alone in her life. The following morning, Megan called Juliet's attention to the drawings. Keep your eyes open for more of these. If someone else is going to get hurt, you might get another one. Check the art cubbyhole every day. And Juliet, I think Mom is right. I don't think it's a good idea to go out alone. It might not be safe. Don't worry. I won't be alone, Megan. I'll be with Justin. I know he's your boyfriend, but it's okay because he thinks I'm you. So it's not like I'm doing anything wrong, right, Megan? Juliet was checking out the clothes in Megan's closet. Selecting several outfits, she carried them to the bed and spread them out. It bothered Megan to see her behaving so nonchalantly. 
She didn't seem to be taking the drawing seriously. Juliet, I wish you'd pay more attention to what's going on. If something happens to you... Goodness, Megan, relax. I told you, I'll know if something evil comes near me. Stop worrying. Nothing's going to happen to me before Saturday. Megan's father brought his wife home from the hospital at noon. While she slept, he gave Juliet permission to go to the library with Justin. Juliet ran happily upstairs to change her clothes. But Megan wasn't so sure the library was perfectly safe. The auditorium at Philippa should have been perfectly safe, too, but it hadn't been for Hillary, had it? Maybe no place in Lakeside was safe. By the time Justin arrived, Juliet, in a full white skirt and a silky red long-sleeved blouse and red sandals, was waiting at the front door. She looked very pretty. The look on Justin's face depressed Megan. Would he wear that same expression when she was herself again? When Justin and Juliet left hand in hand, Megan left too to see if she could learn anything in town about who was responsible for the terrible things that had been happening. But where was she to look? And what was she to look for? A stranger with maniacal eyes skulking through backyards seeking out victims? Or someone familiar who on the inside was sick and twisted? The town on this dismal Sunday afternoon was virtually deserted the residents too scared by the recent events to venture from their homes. Discouraged because there was nothing to see or hear, Megan moved through the cool gray mist toward home. She arrived to find Justin's red car parked in the driveway facing the lake. Juliet and Justin were in it, kissing intensely, in a way that Justin had never kissed Megan before. Megan fled. Twenty agonizingly long minutes later, when Juliet entered the bedroom, Megan was waiting for her. Juliet, someone could have come up behind that car and pushed it straight into the lake. And you and Justin wouldn't have known it until your shoes started getting soggy. I don't call that being careful. Sounds to me like somebody's jealous. Gosh, Megan, I don't see why. Justin thinks it was you he was kissing. Listen, I was doing you a big favor, jump-starting his motor for you. Justin's gonna get suspicious. He knows I'm not that... that outgoing. He doesn't seem to mind. Hello. Oh, hello, Hillary. Yes, my mother's fine. She came home this afternoon. Well, I just don't think I have anything to apologize for. You're too sensitive, that's all. Huh. She hung up? What did you do to Hillary, Juliet? Why does she want an apology? Because she's silly, that's why. She didn't really leave last night because she was tired, did she? Juliet, what did you do? I simply said that it was too bad she didn't have a date on Saturday night and had to hang around with Justin and me. The next thing I knew, she was calling her father to come and pick her up. It's really not my fault, Megan. I didn't mean to hurt her feelings, but I wanted to be alone with Justin. You told her she was in the way? Juliet, that's awful. I didn't hear Justin complaining. Megan, if I'm going to make the most of this week, I can't do it with Hillary hanging over my shoulder. And without waiting to hear any more, Juliet left to take a bath. Megan stared longingly at the telephone. If only I could pick it up and fix things with Hillary. She must be so down right now. How am I ever going to make this up to her? But there was nothing Megan could do except wait. Six more days. Six long days. <laughs>